Welcome to This Week in the State Line, where we talk with local people about the local topics that you care about. Welcome to This Week in the State Line. I'm Steve Summers. Happy Labor Day weekend. We've got a lot going on in the State Line area, so let's get right to it. First guest, Jesse Dorner. He is the uh, Labor Engagement Manager for United Way Rock River Valley, and basically he's in charge of the parade coming up on Labor Day Monday. Thanks for being here today, so tell us a little bit about the parade. Well, the parade's starting in the usual spots around 7th, um, 7th uh, Avenue, and it's going to go up 7th over to State Street, then go west on State Street down to Wyman, and it'll stop on Wyman before Chestnut. And it starts at 10 in the morning and usually lasts about two hours. Wow, there's a lot of floats, a lot of entries. Oh, yeah, about 100. 100 wow, times. really? Oh, yeah. All right, so Lots there, of floats, there's a horse and buggy. I was going to ask you, are there floats, people creative? Oh, yeah, definitely. The sheet metal workers and iron workers, they get uh, some really good floats in there. So they obviously have the skills <laughs> you know, yeah, to do sure. that. Uh, Brooke so. from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary, who was just here 15 minutes ago, says that Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary will be in that parade as well with puppies. So that'd be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. They're not throwing the puppies from the from their float. <laughs> no, they're not throwing them to the crowd. No, they're just going to be walking them or carrying them and stuff. Oh, yeah. So uh, unions and solidarity, uh, this is their time to shine on Monday, correct? That's exactly correct. Yeah, we'd hope to emphasize how uh, unions in our community and basically anywhere um, help to uh, improve the quality of life by raising um, everyone's wages in the area, not just union workers, but non-union workers as well, because the other employers have to keep up and, and uh, you know, be competitive. Do you have union meetings? A lot? Are they still prominent? Yeah, they're very um, uh, prominent. Every local has their meeting about once a month. And then I also work for Rockford United Labor, which is the uh, Central Labor Committee here. And we cover about 25,000, um, 27,000 workers in the in the Rockford area. And so they send representatives, delegates, um, who come together for a meeting and um, just... Do what we can to keep labor organized, keep it strong, and and uh, help out the community as well, which is one of the things I done yesterday. Right, so Labor Day is a time to shine for solidarity, unions, labor, uh, hardworking labor, uh, all kinds of colors, white collar, blue collar, no collar. So is there still time to get into the parade? Uh, unfortunately, the lineups are set at, okay. at this moment, but there's always the um, picnic um, after the parade at Davis Park. And we have lots of uh, lots of fun things this year, uh, especially for kids. Um, we have um, you know a big slide, big I think it's like a fifty foot slide, fiberglass slide, and we have lots of uh, inflatables, the bouncy houses. Um, I myself have a six year old daughter and a three year old son, so that's the perfect thing for a Monday, you know, <laughs> afternoon when they don't have school yet, to uh, just you know get their energy out for basically three or four hours. And that's open to anyone at Davis Park. Yes, all right. You can so. come on, come on in and uh, enjoy yourself. We have uh, you know food, um, adult beverages, ice cream. Uh, there's a band going on on the south end of uh, of Davis Park, uh, Dairy Fish Net Stockings, and we also have a classic car show. And we're looking at getting about a hundred entrants into the uh, car show. And you expect that to start after the parade, right around ten thirty, eleven o'clock or so. Um, usually, usually people, um, well, well the, the things in the park go, uh, 11 to three All right, 11 and then, three. um, the car show that, um, the awards for that start around three, 3 PM. So they'll be set up by 11 to, you know, Serbia 
any kind of ice cream, you know, a lot of things that you want there. So it's All right. so if I line up on State Street, maybe by like a CJ's Lounge or somewhere on State Street downtown Rockford, I'll be able to see everything in the parade. Oh, absolutely. Yep, and right at the end, um, I'm the MC for the uh, um, for the parade, so everyone comes at the end, and I just describe a little bit about their uh, organization, their union, local, you know, whatever, um, you know, whatever they want me to say about them. I'm talking to Jesse Dorner from the Labor Day parade coming up on Monday, Labor Day Monday, 10 a.m. It starts, goes through downtown Rockford, and ends with a big celebration at Davis Park. Well, thank you for coming in, and uh, happy Labor Day to you. Thank you for putting together the Labor Day Parade, which starts at 10 a.m. in downtown Rockford this Monday. More of This Week in the State Line coming up next. To buy your home, you became a house-hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Our next guest on This Week in the State Line is Patty Stottleman with Greek Fest 2019. Can you believe it's coming up already? I know. I can't wait. Well, first of all, Patty, thanks for being here. So September 7th and 8th, it's a two-day event. Yep, it's a two-day event. As you said, September 7th and 8th. Um, both days we open at noon. So Saturday's 11 to noon, and Sunday is noon to 8 p.m. On Saturday, we, we kind of call it our Greek-slash-American night. We will have Men of Our Times playing Saturday night. So that's always fun, 8 to 11. So come on out. And the great thing is... There is no cover charge either night, so you can get into the event free and really taste all the fabulous food and desserts. So do we say, Opa, we now say, Opa. at that point, is it, Opa? You know, That's... you'll hear that a lot, because when we do the flaming saganaki, which is made to order, oh. uh, you'll hear a lot of that as well. And when people are doing shots of uzo, too. That's always fun. Oh, my. So that's just Greek Fest. And uh, is there a website we can get at more yes. specifics? You can get more details, information um, at rockfordgreekfest.com. We will be doing church tours, and also we'll have some Greek dancers but all that information will be there. But we have um, Greek beer, Greek wine, Greek wait uzo. Minute, wait a Greek beer? Yes. It's called Mythos. And it's really great. It's a Pilsner type beer. So it's fairly light. Um, and what's kind of cool about this Greek beer, I have never seen this anywhere else. It's got its own, the bottle, the glass bottle beer has its own tabs to pull out the um, the caps with. No so kidding. you don't even need a bottle opener. But the bartender <laughs> does that for you anyway. So it's all good. All right, and Greek food, I would hope, would be a Greek fest? Yes, we have, oh my gosh, we have great amounts of Greek food. Obviously, our number one seller is Euros, uh, but we have a pasticcio, which is a Greek lasagna. We have souvlaki, which is like pork kebabs. We have spanakopita, which is another favorite, with feta and spinach in wrapped in phyllo dough. And we have the Greek salad. There, there's so many Greek items and they are absolutely delicious. See, I can't pronounce them, so I'll just point at the one I yeah, want to eat. Yeah, perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> That'll work. And usually, too, we um, we have these large post-board menus so people can actually see what's what the, what the items are and what's in them, especially with the desserts, because those can sure. be really intriguing. So you have them by numbers, like, I'll take a number one and number three or that uh, kind no, of No, we expect you to pronounce <laughs> it. <laughs> wow. All right, so we're talking about Greek Fest 2019, September 7th and 8th, two days. Uh, where's it going to be held at? Yeah, it'll be at the St. Constantine and Helen Greek Orthodox Church that is downtown Rockford at 108 North 5th Street. It's on the corner of 5th and State Street right there by Uncle Nick's. 
Well, perfect planning with all the Euros and everything there, right? Yes, you bet. It really, uh, we just hope that we'll have great weather. If not, we're still going to have it going on. uh, But bring your appetite, bring your thirst. There'll be lots of, lots of Greek food and beverages and dancing and it, it'll be a great, great experience. All right. So you don't have to be Greek to go to Greek Fest. Oh, heck no. No. Right. We we invite everybody. Well, you know, we have the Irish Marching Society, and we talk about Irish heritage in the state line. We had Polish Fest. We talked about the Polish heritage. Greek heritage in Rockford and in the state line area. Is that really prominent? Um, yes. Yeah, so what's interesting is the church itself has been around for we had a 100th anniversary last year that the Greek Orthodox Church has been here in Rockford. So it's been here for 100 years. Wow. Um, and really, how the church got established is when families were immigrating here to the United States, the church was a central part of that. So when families were coming to Rockford, they created this church because it was important for their heritage and helping them get established here in the city. So it's really a central part of not only religion, but the Greek heritage and getting people established and having a common place where people can gather and be together and share their experiences and help each other. So it's prominent in the area, and there's a place to go to find out more. Yeah, absolutely. So if you still can go to... um. Um, um, if you go to Rockford Greek Fest, there'll be several navigation bars that actually tells you more about the actual church. So we welcome all faiths. We have a lot of Lebanese and Serbians and Russian that is part of the Orthodox faith. So um, it's not just limited to just Greek, but it, the Orthodox faith kind of extends itself through those other countries as well. So the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding was yes. probably very good for the Greek ancestries and heritage because it really brought to forefront. It really did. And um and I have to say a little exaggerated but fairly accurate <laughs> for the most part. Truly is, you know. So it was uh we all laughed um as part of the Greek community because we really embraced that that movie, both movies and um and there was a lot of truth to it too. So the sense of family and community um, is really a, a huge part of the Greek Greek Orthodox faith as well. We're talking to Patty Stottleman about Greek Fest 2019, September 7th and 8th. Again, you said at St. Constantine and Helen Greek Orthodox Church. Yes. On North 5th Street. That's easy for me to say. Uh, the Greek food, and you brought in baklava. I did. I brought in um, a few different desserts. So the baklava is the number one seller. It is um, baked phyllo dough, and it's got layers of nuts and honey, and it's 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 awesome. And then we have some other really nice desserts, melamakadana which is kind of a baked butter cookie that's also soaked in kind of a honey syrup with a little bit of walnut sprinkled on there. And cordobietas, which is our butter, another type of butter cookie, but it has white powdered sugar on it. So that's very good. And um, another favorite is a dessert called lucamadas, which is f- fried there on site. And then it's drizzled with honey and cinnamon and sugar. Um, they kind of remind me in per- Forgive me if I mispronounce this. The Italian um, Sfinges, is it? Is it? Is, I, you don't know either. <laughs> I'm trying to figure but, out what you're saying yeah, in Greek. And it's, really, it's all Greek to me right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. But that's um, that's really right there in the bakery tent as well. And that's delicious. As Unbelievable. Well. So will there be tours of the church yeah. since it'll be going on? Yeah, absolutely. So there'll be um, there'll be tours both both days, and we schedule about two or three times a day. And what they do is they'll invite you in the church. The The outside of the church is a very plain brick, brick building. Mm-hmm. Um, the inside is beautiful. It's very ornate. Lots of Greek icons with the uh, patron saints of the church and, and also of Greek Orthodox faith. Um, and it's it's really nice. It's about a 20-minute, we call it a tour. 
but um, they just talk about the um, the Greek Orthodox faith and a little history of it, so people can kind of learn a little bit about it as well. So we really invite people to come to that. We will also have Greek dancers, um, and that'll they'll be dancing a couple times on both days. If you go to the um, RockfordGreekFest.com, they'll have the schedule events. We'll also have the full menus on there. Uh, but we really, it's a family affair. We really like to welcome everybody with open arms and food and all that. And good a big stuff. old hearty Opa. Right? Uh, opa, exactly. <laughs> Do uh, people dress up for this? I mean, like Greek gods? I mean, that kind oh, of that, thing. I like that yeah. thing. Steve, you're getting creative here. <laughs> I think we can maybe work that in in next year's Greek Fest. Um, no, we're just, I mean, the, really the costumes that you will see will be on the dancers. Okay, so great. Yeah, yeah. They'll have some traditional um, Greek dance costumes so it's it's really fun you know you just dress according to the weather it's all outside and um if the weather is nice great if it's a little cooler throw on a sweatshirt and and enjoy the whole experience it's free family fun as you said it really you can't is beat that. it really is there's something for everybody there well it sounds like if you talked about the greek beer the greek food the greek dancers and a little american too you said men of our times is playing on saturday night yeah right? they're playing on saturday night and a couple other things that we will have too is um we call it the Agora, which is the Greek marketplace. So oh. there we sell um, authentic Greek items. There'll be some jewelry, icons, um, a few little um, houseware type of things from Greece. So there's, you know, for those who like to shop and look at authentic um, relics and things like that, there's there's a nice area. It's called the marketplace, but we pronounce it in Greek as the Agora. A what? Agora. I, I just love it. You just say it so fluently and just so positive, and you have so much energy. Oh. It's crazy. Oh, so it's, it's, it's a great festival. Greek Fest 2019, September 7th and 8th. Be sure to check it out, downtown Rockford on 5th Street. Thanks so much for coming in, Patty. Thank you. Uh, more Steve, details thank you. on thank Facebook, so too, right? I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And yes, they can go to, they'll find us on Facebook as well. Rockford Greek Fest on Facebook. And that's been this week in the State Line. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. Know you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Good morning. Welcome to This Week in the State Line. I am Steve Summers, and today we are talking dogs and dogs we trust. It's a very cool fundraiser coming up September 12th. And we've got the Rockford Police Canine Sergeant, Officer Dwayne Johnson, here to talk about canines. Good morning, Dwayne. Good morning. And one of the organizers, Kathy Hansen, who is going to get you all the details about attending this very special event. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. All right, so the canine units in Rockford. Let's just talk about the need for canine units because they are like taking incredible levels of police enforcement to whole different levels, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're be- Getting more and more popular throughout the country. And they're very expensive to gather. They are. Um, just, just to start, just the basic equipment, we're talking about sixty-five dollars to $70,000 just for the equipment and the dog to get started. Now, you can adopt a dog from one of the shelters for two seventy-five, but this is a whole different type of breed. There's training <laughs> involved and, and protection, and, and the vehicles have to be proper for them as well, for everything, right? Right. So uh, a lot of people say, hey, we've got an animal, or, you know, the, the, actually, the, sometimes the adoption sites will call us, which we appreciate, um, but we're looking for certain drives in a dog. We're look, looking for a certain t- uh, type of breeding because it is a big investment, and we're putting a lot of money into the dogs, and we want to get some sustainability out of them once we purchase them. So... We'd like them to work eight, nine, ten years, if we, if at all possible. And so the breeders that we go to, or, the, or that our brokers go to, there's pedigrees, and they kind of make sure the hips, and there's some good history with their health. So that's 
kind of why we don't go to the shelters because we're not always sure what we're getting for the amount of money that we have to invest in. Right. Now, these dogs are not replacing officers. They're actually assisting officers. Right. They're a huge supplement to the uh, police force. They're a, they're kind of a for, force multiplier, kind of, if, you know, if you want to kind of use that term. Um, they can go and search a building in a, a fraction of the time that it would take several officers to go in and search if we're looking for a suspect or just to clear it. And also any kind of lost individuals who may wander off, they can actually send and, and bring them back as well? Or? Right. So if, if a suspect flees or if there's someone that's missing and they no one can find them, we can have the dogs go out. We can send them off of an article or we can try to find the last known area that this person was at or this individual was at. And we can have the dogs go out and start to do a track and see if they can locate them. Yes. How many canine units do the uh, Rockford Police Department have? Uh, we currently have six. And uh, from last year's fundraiser, actually, we just got our... Uh, that dog purchased through this last fundraiser, and he's just starting to hit the street this week. Oh, bravo. Yeah. See, it does pay off. It so, does. And Dogs We Trust is September 12th, and Kathy is here to tell us more about the uh, fundraiser. Obviously, we know we've had one before since we got a dog from it, so how many years would this one be? Yeah, this is our third year, um, and we actually, th- this is the second dog that you were able it to is. purchase um, because of the fundraiser. So. Yeah, it's September 12th. It's going to be at the Aldean uh, Golf Course Rockford Bank and Trust Pavilion. starts at 6 o'clock, and uh, we're expecting a really big turnout. Tickets are selling like crazy, so if people want tickets, they need to give me a call as soon as possible. All right, what is your phone number? 262-880-3977. All right, so how much are the tickets and the evening itself? How does it look at this point? So the tickets are $75. There will be food there. There will be a cash bar. We have celebrity bartenders. We have Mayor Tom McNamara. We have John Cabello. We have Chief O'Shea. Chief O'Shea actually does, uh, we have a voice auction after our dog demonstration. Uh, The dog demonstration is a huge draw. People love that. The guys do a really, really good job with that. Um, and we also have a band there, uh, Friday Jackson. Uh, so we have a lot of entertainment. It's going to be a good time. And, you know, just honoring, you know, these officers and these canines is really a lot of fun and really important. Someone asked me about a dress code for this event because it's about a golf course now. Right. It's all over the place. You'll see people come, you know, right off the golf course. You'll see people coming right after work because it's six o'clock. So it, it's not like a black tie, you know, it's business casual or even casual. So, um, you know, you don't have to worry about dressing up. So Officer Dwayne Johnson, does uh, Chief O'Shea wear his uniform when he serves these beverages? Or that, does he that's, street you know, clothes? That's, that's a suggestion. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, He'll be in his uh, business casual or something that's more suitable to be working behind the bar. <clears throat> does he know how to make drinks? I'm not he sure. He is a yeah. good bartender. I'll tell you that. The last two times I said, you know, if you ever decide you don't want to be a chief anymore, you could certainly be a bartender because we got some really good tips. <laughs> Unbelievable. So the food, menus, you got the band. The band's new this year, right? The band is new this year. That's yeah. correct. Yep. We have a bigger venue than we've had in the past. We thank Joseph's Steakhouse and Oyster Bar. Did a great job the last couple years. We kind of outgrew that. Um, you know, we were thinking about doing something at Joseph's later on. But this one has gotten so big that we had to find a bigger venue. So this is where we went. So the food, I believe, is from Giovanni's, correct? Giovanni's, correct. Yep. 
food will be great. They cater for the uh, pavilion, which is awesome. So, right. All right, so the, back to Officer Dwayne Johnson about the canine units, uh, Rockford's canine units. Um, you're not just looking for accessories. You're actually looking to purchase dogs with this fundraiser, right? Right. So kind of where we've gotten, the unit was smaller back several years ago, and it's kind of grown. And so one of the challenges you run into is, is the sustainability of their equipment, of their training, and to the replacement of the dogs and their equipment. So um, right now we're at six dogs, and we are discussing uh, what's the final number that our ultimate goal will be. Um, but we have vehicles that are got over 100,000 miles on them that need to be replaced and stuff too. So the fundraiser is not going only just to replace dogs. If they, you know, we have to go to the, you know, the committee and ask them. Sure. Um, but if they're willing, that it's it'll help replace other things that are really expensive for us to to purchase and to maintain. And as an officer, when they are assigned a canine unit, it kind of becomes their buddy. They have to feed them and everything, right? And oh, they yeah. also all supports. That oh, he's whole your, thing. yeah, he's your partner, man. He's eating your ice cream, ice cream cone, trying to <laughs> snag your fries. So you're with him. I you're with him more than you're with your family. I mean, you he's with you at home and then he goes to work with you 10, 12 hours a day. So you get, they get really attached to him too. And it helps build a good relationship with him. I mean, that's, you want that bond when you're out working the street. Right. And, and Kathy, you have to do fundraisers like this because the vehicles even to have a canine unit have to have special air conditioning and temperature controlled elements and, you just can't have a back seat. I mean, right. there's a lot of things that go into that. Right, yeah. And what, one thing that we've learned, and it, it's really a great group of concerned citizens that we formed um, called Friends of Rockford Police Canine Unit. And one of the th- we've learned so much from Dwayne and from the handlers. And one of the things is, you know, it's not just, okay, you buy a dog and then you're done because it's sustainability. The dogs, you know, have to be replaced as they retire, um, there's uh, technology that's coming out all the time that's new that w- was not budgeted for. So this uh, group of concerned citizens, our mission is sustainability for our canine unit and to grow it and make it you know, the best in our state, if not in our country. So we do have a mission statement. We are very um, serious about you know, helping the canine unit. It is a, a group effort. It is a committee so when they need something, uh, they come and they request it, and the the committee has to approve it. So it is, you know, something that we take very seriously. And again, it's sustainability. It's supporting the canines and the the officers because we realize how important uh, that they are to our police force. And you've actually had uh, silent auction items in the past. Are you going to do that again? Yep. We'll, we have silent auction. Uh, we've got a great silent auction this year. Uh, we also have a voice auction that Chief O'Shea does, and he can be you know, quite theatrical. So he's very, very funny, and we have a lot of fun with that. And, and a lot of people are volunteering companies and businesses are yes, donating so their items. Our, we have a presenting sponsor this year, which is Anderson Automotive Group. And they really stepped up and are really doing a great job for us. So we're really, really excited that Anderson Auto Group is going to be our presenting sponsor. They also, with their sponsorship, uh, get to name the next dog. Oh, so, really? yeah, I'm not sh- exactly sure how they're going to do it yet, but they've got some ideas and they're going to get creative. Um, the handler, of course, has to approve the name. So <laughs> it can't be like Cupcake or. Twinkie no. or Snickers. I, no, I wouldn't think so. 
<laughs> We're talking to Kathy Hansen and Rockford Police K-9 Unit Sergeant Dwayne Johnson about the In Dogs We Trust benefit coming up September 12th at the Aldean Rockford Bank and Trust Pavilion by Aldean Golf Course. Uh, Officer Dwayne Johnson, the dogs, um, the training that goes into them. This is just not like uh, one course. There, it's a lifelong process to keep training and keep familiarizing them with different commands, correct? It is. And so... A lot of people think you buy the dog and then you just take him to school and, and then he's like a robot and ready to go and you have to do any training again. There's a lot of work that goes into these dogs and we buy them after they've already had some foundation work in them. So the foundation work goes into these dogs when they start, these breeders start putting them in the day the puppies are born. They start doing sounds and different noises to kind of make them neutral to noises and the different startling things. So um, from the day the puppies are born, they start working them because they know this is going to be the ultimate end goal is for them to be a law enforcement dog so um when we get them they're about a year year and a half old and then they go down to the state police academy with our our handler for te- uh, 10 additional weeks and then down there they learn the patrol end of it um and then when they come back we try to encourage them to train every day with their dog and then there's a group training once a week that the whole unit gets together and trains with these dogs so um it, it's not like you say it's not that they just buy the dog and we train him and then he's done good to go there's there's time and there's a lot of money. There's seminars that we send the, the officers to. They Several of them just went to a, a week-long um, in-service training where they brought new ideas back and new training techniques, the things that are kind of up to, you know, the newest techniques that are out there right now. So it is, it's a long-term commitment for these guys, and they know it. And there's guys, that know of girls that would really like to do it, but they say there's such a time commitment to it that, that they just they don't want to do it because they know it takes so much time. So kudos to the guys and girls that do it because they know it's it's, it's a life it's a livelihood it's not just a just a job to them and that training does cost money it's not just like oh free training again right yeah, right man. and so if you go to a private vendor it costs several several thousand dollars to go to a vendor for the training for the classes um but because we're a law enforcement agency we go through the state police and it's a lot cheaper we still pay the state police it's not a free uh, class that the officers go through but we pay them it's a, they've raised the prices around three thousand dollars now for them to go down, but that's not including the gas and you know any kind of per diem we have to pay them. But the class alone is about three grand right now. So basically, this in dog we trust benefit fundraiser is critical, very crucial for the program. Correct? A- absolutely. So the, the, right now the dogs are anywhere. They're, the the median price is about eight thousand dollars. Plus, then you got to add the three thousand for them to go to the school with the state police. This last one because of some legal issues, we went to a private vendor. It was fourteen thousand five hundred just for the dog in the class. So um, with this whole new marijuana law that kicks in January one, we've been trying to look at different ways of doing things and and trying to realize where are we going to go, what can we do, um, where we're going to have to pivot a little bit with this law, and what we're going to have to do with these dogs, and maybe if we're going to have to replace through attrition or what we're going to have to do. So yeah, there's some expenses coming up. So as you hear, it's it's critical that this takes place. So Kathy, how does that make you feel being a part of this whole event? Um, not just me, but the whole committee. We're very happy that we can help. I think we're proud of, you know, stepping up and and we've, you know, people that are on this committee are very supportive of the police department, along with most of them are animal lovers. So uh, we see how good they take care of these animals. We're really excited that we could add, you know, to the force. Um, we're really excited that you know we're making Rockford a little safer. And also, you know, the police officers are safer because I know we've learned that the dogs can do so many things that people can't as far as sniffing and, 
going into places that officers don't fit. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Things like that. So Dwayne can probably talk to that better than I can. But yeah, we're very proud of it. We're really happy and excited and happy to see where this is going to go. So my question to you, Dwayne, about the canine units is we always hear about the training and about their existence and their incredible work that they do. But once a dog kind of runs out of its time and uh, goes through and they retire, what happens to a retired canine unit dog? I'm just curious. Yeah, so when they retire, uh, the officer has first right of refusal. So um, there's actually a law that they just passed a couple of years ago downstate that kind of reinforced that. But our department policy has always been when the dog's ready to be retired, the handler has the first right. So if you want them, then you pay a small fee to the city, and there's a little liability uh, release that you sign for them, um, and then that's your dog. So, and it's kind of hard. I mean, you don't want to part ways just when the dog's ready to be retired because, like I said, they become part of your family. I know I've I worked three dogs on the street, and our, our our last dog just passed away this January, and to watch my wife break down and cry like she did when I mean, he when he passed away. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's just it tugs at your heart, and to see the role that they play, not just for the community, but but to be part of a family and the PR aspects of those dogs and the people that they get to meet and the lives that I do believe that they change. It's incredible. So, I mean, they're not just another tool on the street. I mean, they're, they're a living creature that's doing and sacrificing itself for everybody else. It makes a lot of sense because that was the question I had is like, what if, you know, the dog is adopted by a family and the command was like, you know, go (laughs) and the family kid just said, go and the dog attacks. I mean, you just don't know what the commands are. Right. And sometimes the dogs are trained to do certain things, just based on people's actions. So uh, it takes a really special family. And if, if the handler can't take him, which has happened one time in our, in our uh, existence, this, their lifestyle right now with the other animals they had, they weren't able to do it. So then we, it goes out to the department, and we have what we call decoys and people that help us there agitate the dogs and catch them in the bite suits and all that stuff. Um, and then that's what happened with that dog is then one of the decoys was first. He's like, hey, I'll take that dog. And so that dog had a good to a good home and it's it's better for everybody so that there's not any danger to anybody out in the public either the, okay. the other thing that they do is a, a lot of them i've noticed have their commands are in german or dutch german or, or dutch or, yeah yeah so you know you smart thinking yeah the normal person couldn't tell them to sit or go bite somebody <laughs> I, I never would have thought of that so i'm glad yeah. we brought that up we're talking about the in dogs we trust fundraiser september 12th aldine rockford bank of trust pavilion and you can call kathy for tickets at 262-880-3977 i've actually seen the canine demonstration at the previous two in dogs we trust um for those listening what kind of demonstrations will we be seeing on september 12th so uh we always <laughs> <laughs> We're always trying to keep, keep it fresh. So right. um, last year, we tried to do something a little bit different to keep everybody's attention. Um, but you'll still see the basic the basic demonst- demonstration and explanations of the things that we do, the, some of the foundation work. Um, but I don't want we've been kind of in the planning stages of what we plan on doing this they year. They like to surprise us. Yeah, I don't want to give any surprises away because I think, I think last year we caught a couple people off guard. Yep. So that's the whole point. <laughs> so um, it, we, please come. I mean, please come to the event if you want to see the demo and... This demo is a little different because it's it's a little bit more um, set up as far as we have some areas that You've we are in space. control of, and yeah, and we can kind of control the crowd and, and the backdrop a little bit more, so we can do some more dynamic and fun things that we wouldn't be able to do at a regular public demonstration. I remember one of the demonstrations: um, a canine unit ran fifty feet and leaped into a window of a car into mm-hmm. the back seat, or I think it was even in the driver's seat of the car. Just to see that was was an incredible. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's, we try to show a little bit of what the dogs are capable of to show that they're not just out there 
finding drugs or tracking suspects. I mean, there's other things that they can do that can keep everybody safe. So actually just out in Los Angeles, they just had a similar, you know, like you're saying the dog jumped through the window. They had a, a woman with some mental health issues out in California swinging a, a chain around at the officer's. And instead of them using some other force, they were able to have the canine jump. He jumped in the bed of the truck and grabbed her, and they were able to get her out of there without, her, you know, using some other less lethal or deadly force sure. with her. So that's why it's so important to support the In Dogs We Trust fundraiser again, September twelfth. Kathy, any last things that you would like to add to the benefit? Yeah, I'd just like to encourage people to come. I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to the Anderson Automotive Group again. We're really excited that they're our presenting sponsor this year. We've got a lot of wonderful sponsors. It's going to be, you know, a great event, lots of good food. Um, the demo is going to be amazing. Uh, we have a band this year. The Chief uh, Chief O'Shea, John Cabello, Mayor McNamara do a fabulous job. They're a lot of fun. Um, you'll get to answer, get your questions answered from the officers. You'll can have your picture taken with the dog and an officer. So, you know, it's just in, in general going to be a really, really good uh, event, and we're very, very excited about it this year. But if you do want tickets, you do need to call me because I do anticipate that we will be sold out again. Wow, amazing. Yep. 262-880-3977. So, uh, Officer Johnson, do you ever get jealous? Like, well, I can be a bartender. How come nobody asked me to be a bartender? <laughs> I'd probably drink after the, <laughs> I don't think they want me back there. to taste it to make sure it's right. <laughs> make sure everybody's sample, you know, okay, this is good. You need a little bit more. <laughs> it's a, a great event, and we're very honored to be a part of it as well here at Midwest Family Media. So, in Dogs We Trust, September 12th, good luck and stay safe in the roadways thank and you. the highways, and thank you for what you do for our community. Appreciate it. Thank Thank you very much. And thank you, Kathy, as well, for the effort. Because this bet. is a labor of love, no doubt about That's it, for right. the committee, too. So, And good luck with your event. This has been another episode of This Week in the State Line. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line. 